This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. And welcome back, couch potatoes and TV junkies. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picked Up. Uh, we have a very special episode this week. Oh, and as always, I am one of your two wonderful hosts, uh, permanent hosts, Robert, and I'm sitting here with my good friend, Rich. Say hello, Rich. I'm just sitting on the other end of the table with a mouthful of pizza like I do most days, and you just don't hear it on this podcast. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And maybe you just heard the laughter of our lovely third host, our guest host, Miss Liz Anderson. Hi, everybody. I'm not rich. No, Liz is not rich, but she could be, but she's pretty great. Oh, yes. I'm I'm agreeing with you. So yeah, hello, uh, Liz. Welcome to Picked Up, uh, the podcast where we are going to use a Netflix randomizer, pick a random show on Netflix, and then watch the TV pilot and talk about it. A goddamn Netflix randomizer that will not be identified on this fucking podcast anymore. No. Ooh, no promo. No promo. Really? Well, we're, not, we're not discussing them anymore? I'm throwing shade to that bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit. It's just the site's not working, and I'm mad. <laughs> You really shouldn't have done it, promoted it in the first place, especially if you, if no compensation is involved on either end, why would you do it in the first place? Yeah, it was a cool thing. Don't recommend things to people that you don't personally vouch for. Yeah. Mm. Well, I did vouch for it. Well, no, but like if you're not getting paid for it, why would you do that? No, that's too. I keep know. Keep secrets. I know. Yeah. Oh, As the man. Joker said, if you're good at something, never do it for free. <laughs> that's also a very good point. That's what Robert's for. Yes, uh, anything Batman related. So yes, yeah. uh, Liz. Uh, I didn't know the Joker gave entrepreneurial advice. They're pretty great. He has like, tremendous amounts of wealth. Like uh, resources he, out the he ass. It has to like it can't all come from robberies. It has to be very meticulously managed. His resources and his monetary funds. I bet he has investments. He's got a great portfolio, is what you're saying. Yeah, Joker's got a great portfolio. It's very uh, uh, lots of IRAs. And, and uh, I'm trying to. What is an IRA? Is it, is hold it, on, hold on. Let me, is uh, it a Roth uh, IRA? Um, no, it's a uh, ir- irrevocably ridiculous assets. Okay, <laughs> I'll work on a good one, okay. and by the end of the episode, I'll have a really good <laughs> Joker-related IRA pun. Okay, I'll be there. You watch much TV, Liz? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, less. I don't have cable, but I watch TV on my computer. A fellow cord cutter. Yes, exactly. We're big fans of the cord cutting philosophy here. Any shows that you're currently into or currently watching and enjoying? Uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was the one that I've I just plowed through it last week. It was mm-hmm. it's very good. It's but like people are kind of hesitant about it, but if you come at it from the perspective of first seasons of any show, it is so good yeah. so soon. And, like, if you're expecting it to be 30 Rock season five, all, immediately, it's yeah. impossible. But it's really good. And especially if you were missing, uh, like, that kind of Tina Fey, Robert Carlock clip of jokes and density. Very clippy. It is right there. Yes. Very little, like, emotional contact. But, you know, I'm fine <laughs> with that. Who needs that? Uh, no, it's funny. I've had, like, a, a pretty much the opposite experience of really? just seeing people gush over this show. Mm-hmm. Like, uncontrollably. And it was funny, when watching it, uh, I was thinking about it in the context of like, oh yeah, this was supposed to be 
on SNL. Yeah. And when you think about it like that, I feel like this show wouldn't have made it. Oh, no, it would have been canceled SNL. immediately. Yeah. Oh, immediately. Are you saying it was supposed to be like a, a video yeah. sketch or like? No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I meant NBC. NBC. Yeah. It it probably would. The, pilot, the pilot's not strong enough to have stood in its own. So it probably would have been like burn out over the course. Like the same thing they did to the last season of Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It would have been just trashed. But yeah, it's really yeah. weird to having to like make a whole season and develop a show. Like you said, the way a show changes over its seasons, like in front of everyone and with everyone's criticism, like everyone's eyes are on you from the start. That's got to make, you know, I don't know, being true to the voice a lot harder or at least it just more intense, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, because they did the season just in one chunk, they created essentially in a vacuum. Whereas yeah. in definitely in Parks and Rec and definitely in Community, you could see the progression of the seasons would be affected by like what people were tweeting about. Whereas like Orange is the New Black and House of Cards just happen. Mm-hmm. And then people are either happy about it or upset about it. Mm-hmm. Which isn't to say that Netflix, like they've had... The original series aren't all good. I it feels like they are just churning out original series. Yeah. Now. I'll be randomly. It felt like when they first started making original series, like you heard about them. Yeah, because they, they were, were like guaranteed quality. Yeah, and now I'm seeing the little Netflix original on mm-hmm. like half the stuff. Well, a lot, a lot of their standout specials. Apparently, mm-hmm. Bloodlines is garbage. Really, I was yeah. kind of looking forward to that. No, no, no. Well, it's it is set in Florida, so that's nice, keys. and it's got a coach. Yes, coach from Friday Night Lights. But apparently, it's just your standard crime fair. That sucks. Yeah, well. yeah, it's a little disappointing. Ah, Florida Daredevil's coming out. Daredevil comes out April tenth, I think it said. Mm-hmm. Another Netflix original. Oh, is that animated or? No, it's live action, and it's it's going to be canon to the Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe. Wow. So it's going to be included with like all the films, Agents of Shield. And um, and it's only the first. There's going to be like three more Marvel live action series on Netflix. Wow, that that's a boon for them. When did they land that deal? Of like about within the last year, it feels like or two yeah. two years, something like that. Because I thought the CW had like a lock on Marvel. Well, that's series. DC. Oh well, yep. never mind. Yeah. I was trying to be smart, and I didn't. I did. I was not smart enough. Well, you were in the right. It was like where's right there. Uh, now are to just mix the the Netflix universe. Do do the Duplass brothers have claim to any of those Marvel properties? Uh, Can we get some Mumblecore superheroes, please? <laughs> no, that would be cool. I wonder who would who would be a great subject for them to do in like <laughs> a Mumblecore. Like, which Marvel character would be most suited to that? I feel like probably Spider Man. I think so. Yeah, I think I you could create. Totally be an indie film. Yeah, because he's just full of. Like, half of his storyline is just feelings. Yeah. Not action. Just <laughs> conflict and being sad about stuff. Yeah, angst. That's all it is. It's just angst and more angst. Um, I uh, you mentioned Florida. Show set in Florida. Mm-hmm. I watched the first episode of New Comedy Central show, Big Time in Hollywood, Florida. Oh, how was that? Uh, I thought it was a web series until it was made clear to me that it was not. Yeah. I've actually... Last week you asked if there was like anything that I've been keeping an eye on. I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember. I've actually been keeping tabs of this show for a while because it's supposed to be set in my hometown of Hollywood, Florida. Oh. And it, five minutes into watching it, it is clearly shot in L.A., which is fine. Sure. I wouldn't want to go to Hollywood, Florida either. And 
But yeah, aside from that, uh, it, I liked it. It was really good. It's going to be very plot heavy based off of the... What's, what's the conceit? It, the, it, the conceit is basically uh, loser Duplass brothers. Oh. Basically. Where they just want to make movies, but they live with their parents in Hollywood, Florida. And so the first episode is them trying to swint, like trying to scam their parents into giving them $20,000 to make a movie. That's right. I walked in on this. It, it's got a guest appearance by Ben Stiller. Ben yeah. Stiller produces yeah, like, it. Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, he his company, Red Hour, uh, is producing it. Oh. And with anything Ben Stiller is involved with, he no, always shows will up. show yeah. up and, like, give it the, the Ben Stiller bump, I No, the, the Ben Stiller steal uh. approval. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he comes into every show. Just it says it's a, it's a solid Ben Stiller impression. I thought he came in the room. I was like, <laughs> is he producing Picked Up now? Uh, and Stephen Tobolowski as well mm-hmm. uh, is also in it. Everyone else is kind of like young, hungry, up and coming tigers. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that was that was good. It was fun. It it. it was a slow burn of an episode for me. Like the end, they didn't promote killer. it at all. They didn't. Like w- at least with Broad City, they did. They were like, "This is a TV show. You should mm-hmm. watch it on your television." Yeah. This one, I didn't. It'll it'll probably just. Come I only know it because I follow the Comedy Central Tumblr. <laughs> How's the Comedy Central Tumblr these days? Yeah, it's a lot of Broad City gifts. That's what it is. No. Yeah, it's pretty much a lot of and uh, uh, the roast of Justin Bieber's coming up. So keep an eye out for. It doesn't look very good. They're not, they're not promoting it very hard, so it might not have gone well. I think that's the night we're recording this, actually. It's really? going to play. Tonight? Yeah, tonight. Oh. Uh, really? I, and I saw the the photo with the caption online of Hannibal Burris's bit. Yeah, the, his is great. great. Uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, Norm MacDonald's yes. first bit. It's just like, <laughs> this is dumb. And I'm sorry that we have to do this. The gist of it, Robert, I don't know if you've seen it. It's no. just Hannibal Burris basically just goes up there and say, you know, like the whole conceit of a roast. I'm not I started to try to do a Hannibal Burris impression. It's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> but the conceit of a roast is, you know, you roast the ones you love. It's like, I don't I don't even like you. I've never met you. I'm just doing this because this is a good career opportunity for me. <laughs> Very cool. No, I, I don't care it. if anything good or bad ever happens to you again. <laughs> Did you ever oh, did you ever watch or see Patrice? One of the last things Patrice ever did was a roast of shit. I can't remember who it was. Do you know who it is? It was another dude. It mm, I can't remember. But Patrice's roast, his last roast was hilarious. It was kind of similar in that too. Like no love. He makes a hilarious Anthony Jeselnik joke too. Mm-hmm. It is really pretty great. The uh. The Franco roast was also, in my opinion, really great. Because that was well, it's legitimately... Always, it's friends. Friends that love each other just shitting all over each well, other. It, it, you, that was the point where Comedy Central decided with the roasts, like, we're going to go big or go home mm-hmm. with these. Because they did, like, they did Saget, they did Hasselhoff, and they did all these people who were, like, legitimately, like, old stars, mm-hmm. already jokes. But then they yeah. shot for Franco, who was... a. Star, and like yeah. A list, yeah. and he was—he's an Academy Award nominee. He, he's recently. weird, but like they're if they shoot for the A list, then they'll actually get people to come out, and mm-hmm. it's not going to be feel as mean and kicking someone while they're down, right? And yeah, yeah, somebody who is having a really great career and a younger person who younger people might actually recognize. I, I can imagine also 
generally you don't do younger people because they don't have as much stuff to make fun of. Absolutely but this not. is certainly a special like special case. See, I'm interested to see what this is. Is like with with Bieber because I hope it gets mean. Well, like also it was. He is a walking punchline in the first place, mm-hmm. so there's not a whole lot of fresh material. Yeah. Um, I've also, uh, I just watched The Walking Dead season finale. Ooh, did they keep on walking? Uh, well, this se- this second half of the season was pretty sedentary, to be Ooh, it's a, it's, a, it's a sitting dead. <laughs> you watch it all? Or? Perhaps the slouching dead or the, or the, or the leaning dead. The mm. leaning the dead. Leaning, just the hanging out. They're the, too the, cool. The chilling dead. The poor posture dead. Mm, the the broing out cool dead. Give me some dap dead. You know, <laughs> I think it was a strategic move to have the follow up show be called the Talking Dead because if it wasn't a show and a and a good show, it's like that's really a lot of what that show is. Walking Dead is just a lot of talking sometimes, mm-hmm. and sometimes it is just the Talking Dead. Yeah, I was reading a recap of like what a couple episodes ago and it was kind of like, Oh, this is the first episodes in a while where like people have actually felt threatened by the zombies instead of like their own angst and people fighting amongst each other. It's Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, fuck zombies are terrifying yeah, (laughs) and you should run from them. What kind of happened at a certain point was everyone just got so good. Yeah. It was like, Oh, we're so good at this. This This is dumb. Yeah. It's like, Oh Yeah. We are the walking dead, which was an actual line from the season. I was like, come on, Rick. Up. Uh, Shut up, Rick. And they showed a preview of the spinoff as well. Just a real brief. I like that. Is it going to start <clears throat> yes. like that? Like, is it going to start at the beginning of the. The preview was literally a a voiceover of like a morning news guy going, mm. well, I hope everyone has their flu shots. There seems to be some, uh, some illness going around today. So be careful out that's there. That's the interesting part of it. Like how it starts and like the intricacies. I don't know. Who it's knows? interesting, but it doesn't have legs for, that's why it's usually not like a series. It, it, it it's can't ca- walk. It can't, it's not the walking dead. It can't walk. It doesn't have legs. It's like a zombie that doesn't have legs. Is that what, to, is that what you're saying? Right? Is that what you're saying? I want everyone to tweet, tweet us at picked up pod. If you want Liz here every week, if you want Liz to join the show, you, you tweet us at picked up pod and you demand some Anderson. I have my own microphone. You don't even need to plug me into the computer. <laughs> I'm just going to call out your shit. Uh, the name of this campaign is Demanderson. <laughs> if you're a Fanderson, please sign up. <laughs> I've had a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah, and in a short time, actually. I didn't notice yeah. that that was empty. <laughs> Just one glass. I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was just one. She means before she got here. Oh, just one. Uh, but uh, goddamn. But yeah, the, the name, the name of that's going to be Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, was that not implied? That, <laughs> <laughs> this is like, should I? What, what was I supposed to do before? <laughs> Just uh, invite Just, the Walking Dead. Oh, well, yeah, like yeah, yeah. That, well, that's unwise. It that's was so new. open-ended before that. You're right. Yeah. The like, du- the Duplass brothers are gonna do notice the Walking Dead. Just like a comment on the Walking Dead. <laughs> Snark at the Walking Dead. Uh, it, it's it's weird. The title that's a call to action. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. Or it's like a demand. It's like you, a, you don't see you that. Have to do this. You don't. Yeah. I'm a huge fan too of like the the consistent branding, like Night of the Living Dead, Return of the yeah. Living Dead, like. The Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead, 
Triumph of the Walking Dead will be their their third one or whatever it is. But I really like that branding. That's a good move. (laughs) 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 That's the movie Warm Bodies, essentially. Oh yeah, it is. Huh. That was which was recently talked about on an episode of Married Movies. I got to plug the rest of the network. Yeah. Oh, is this a network? It's a it's it's a very fledgling network. It's okay. <laughs> we're 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 working on something. I don't think I've talked to you about no, this. No, no, no one's told me oh, about the network. Yeah, yeah, I gotta talk to you later. Okay. Um, and then yeah, last thing I've been watching was shout to the ladies at the the Heels and Heels podcast for mentioning that the animated the Batman the animated series is on. Uh, Netflix Ooh, or really? not Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime oh, streaming. That's much worse. <laughs> um, but, but thanks to Augie uh, hooking it up, hmm. we have that. And I like crushed you like seven or eight episodes the other Ooh. night. So Ooh. that was a good look. That's all I've been watching. Sorry. Gotta get that yes. out there. Oh no, Rich, you definitely, you got to lead the way on the watching. You know, I'd never have a ton the to talk dead? about. The watching dead. Rich is the watching dead. There's probably like five walking dead podcasts about like titled that specifically oh yeah absolutely oh yeah uh there's probably like what other uh gosh i'm trying to think of dumb podcast names for tv shows rad men uh mm. sad men if if people specifically don't use skype and call into each other game of phones ah, boo, boo. <laughs> you wouldn't you're boring me uh. all right let's pick a damn show Yes! Holy shit! Really? Holy shit! Really? I, I, like when, uh, when I thought, oh man, I, you know what a good pilot would be that I really would want to do? Fucking numbers. Fuck off! Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, like I was, was thinking that like the first one that came yeah, to mind. It was like, oh wait, that what's a kind of half-assed series that I would like to talk about? <laughs> numbers. <laughs> Fucking numbers. <laughs> Oh, uh, I got it so excited. Oh, uh, this is going to be good. Uh, <laughs> from 2004, Real Life Brothers, Ridley and Tony Scott. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, they serve as producers. Okay, I thought those were the characters. Like, uh, you can't do that. That was the show. It starred <laughs> Ridley, Ridley and Tony Scott. <laughs> uh, serve as producers of this crime drama about two brothers, Don Epps, a veteran FBI agent, and Charlie Epps, a genius mathematician who deliver their divergent skills to the... Oh, let's watch Divergent, you guys. No. That's uh, a crack case. Watching numbers. Uh, the one reason I would be interested in this is going to be because of David Krumholtz, because he was Bernie in the Santa Claus movies. That's all I got. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of the many topics we'll discuss when we watch numbers. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Peter McNichols in this, too. Yeah. Right, let's fucking do he, this. Peter McNichols in yeah. this? Fuck yeah. yeah. Like, there's a whole dynamic where, like, oh, no, how are we going to make our dad proud? Because he's also a mathematician, but I'm a, I'm the other son, but I'm a detective, but I'm not as smart as the other son. But the other son doesn't have social skills. Here's... We watched this a lot. How much of this has, have you watched? We watched it all the time in math class. Really? Yeah, whenever we had a sub. Wow. Mm-hmm. You watched this at school? Yeah. Fucking numbers. We're watching numbers. <laughs> We're going to be right back, folks. We all use math every day. Every, every day. day. To forecast weather, weather. To tell time. To handle money. To handle money. We also use math to analyze crime, analyze crime. reveal patterns, reveal reveal patterns. patterns. predict behavior. behavior. 
using numbers, we can solve the biggest mysteries we know. And we're back. And we're back again. Fucking numbers! Woo! God damn it. So, in full disclosure, what this fucking show has done, uh, we got 20 minutes into a conversation about numbers. And we started talking about our own math teachers. Mm -hmm. And I was retelling a story about when my math teacher uh, got frustrated and banged on his overhead projector and broke the projector. Mm -hmm. Like glass and everything broke. And Oh, that's a good end to the story. Yeah. We didn't hear. And I bang on the table and my computer has a seizure. or so It just says, oh, and stops. And uh, lost everything. Ooh. I think that was a sign. That we should just wrap it up just now. Up. Yeah, there we go. I was going to say, you lost the wittiest, most insightful yep. commentary that was ever delivered. So, uh, do you pick it up? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I definitely pick it up. Liz, uh, if you were if you were going to pick up the show or not, would you pick it up? It's a well-crafted pilot. As far as pilots go, I get the idea of it. I get... The, all the potential conflicts that are going to arise in the family structure and in the professional lives of these characters is very well made. I'd pick it up. But who am I? <laughs> who who am I really? Who? who <laughs> if you know who Liz is, tweet us at Picked Up Pod. If you want Liz to host the show, <laughs> tell us if you know who Liz is. Mike! was much more insightful 20 minutes ago we it think. was we can all right let's let's well, no you just start with the rundown of the episode yeah so pretty much what happens uh uh the the second line is and this sort of sets everything else up uh it's the first rape victim he's killed <clears throat> so there you go you're already dealing when with, i think with, math yeah i think mm. <laughs> give me that rape and murder mm. We gotta spice this up. We have to counter counteract all of the math that's happening here with rape and sex. We were pointing out all the um, what's the word? I think it's just not chauvinistic. Um, the policies of CBS and their attitudes <laughs> towards women. Yeah, like the whole conceit of this plot is like, oh, we're gonna build this math theorem yes. to find this woman and based on the perfection of this math theorem we'll be able to find the the uh uh the, the killer but the reason they can't find the killer in the first place after the first act is because one of the women lied because women are liars because she was trying to see her ex-boyfriend and didn't tell her fiance so she ruined the theorem so stay in your place ladies otherwise you'll ruin the math <laughs> Oh man! And of course she numbers. And of course she uh, uh, gabbed to her friends at work about it too, because they she yeah <laughs> they, no, they, they all knew. So uh, uh, they start running down. They're 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 running down leads, running down clues. They chase after a car that like ended up sort of not really meaning much. No, uh, not really. And they could have gotten to what they got from from there any other way. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, and so they go to just double check because that lady uh, after she kind of gives them a little bit of a heads up like yeah yeah he did this and did this I thought I told you all this already oh but yeah. you left this part out you left this part out oh she's still not telling us something blue mm -hmm. she's a, a rape victim mind you yeah uh, rape survivor 
cut to cut uh, cut to she's now dead and like well she obviously was lying to us about something we would have saved her had she not lied to us let's talk to her work friends because of course she's gonna (laughs) gossip to them and they're real hesitant about it but then they tell her tell the police everything (laughs) right and here was my point that they they reluctantly agree to tell the federal agents the name and address or whatever of this ex-boyfriend that she had withheld that's not really something you get to pick and choose. If a fucking fed is asking you a question, you need to provide the answer. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So meanwhile, you get introduced to the other brother, Charlie, the, the like the lead investigator's brother. Uh, mm. And he's street bobsledding down some hilly road. Mm. And boxcar racing. Or boxcar racing. As he said, it was an extreme gravity automobile. It's boxcar racing. He's pine derbying. He's oh, bu- yeah. that's that's the most accurate. Thing. But solo, no, so no, it was no. like a, t- a time trial. It's yeah. definitely you. You're right, Liz. It's boxcar race because Pine Derby is like a miniature car, like you built. It's like the yeah. size oh, of no, like a- boxcar racing is the same thing. I remember because in uh, Akron, Ohio, the national championships of boxcar racing are uh, ask Christopher Mullen <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> that's where the national championships are. You know that uh, one TV movie with Frankie Muniz where he had some weird thing with his brain, but he mm-hmm. wanted to be a boxcar racer, mm-hmm. but he it was under debate whether you could have use a hand to pull your brake that watch that tv movie with frankie muniz go go watch it this is a different train of thought but still it's i'm more so i associate boxcar racing with uh the the movie the little rascals that came out in the 90s well the conceit is that like it establishes like he's not a normal mathematician he's a cool mathematician he's a cool math man young guy brightest mind youngest mind in his field youngest man in his field when you uh uh, it's only between the ages of 25 and 30 when the mathematician does his best work hey he wears (laughs) t-shirts He does wears t-shirts and he's got his super hot um like thesis TA. buddy yeah, yeah ta that he's uh you know uh, he's he's ignorant to yes uh her being sweet on him yes uh and his mm-hmm. or is he <gasps> because he had a little like oh you're engaged uh? mm. <laughs> as well as his sort of colleague and older f- figure played by peter mcnichol yeah oh that's gonna be the like the whole thing of the series is his decision to be either a detached mathematician obsessed with perfection versus a human who does math and he has to deal with the imperfections of humanity with his logical brain. <laughs> he definitely he straddles two worlds, you know. It's, it's hard. It's hard to and be. And the thing I am most sad that we lost was making the connection that David Crumholtz, I need to not bang on the table. I was mm-hmm. very close. David Crumholtz and Peter McNichol are not just in numbers together, but they were also in Adam's Family Values. Woo! That McNichol Crumholtz connection. I mean, in the same scenes, in the mm-hmm. same frame. Yeah. I guarantee you. They have dialogue to each other. I know that they do. Yeah. They gotta have like the same agent, which they have I a love. Report, like, oh, uh, we don't have enough contracts for everyone. We didn't print up enough. So how about you guys just like go to auditions together? Guys. <laughs> just, just, you got it. I had this great idea to start, you know, packaging clients together. So please, I we we're completely different people <laughs> completely different 
auditions that you're sending us out on. Please don't do this. We're going to lose so much money. You two are married to each other now. It's like a sports contract, too. Like, you got to yeah. send one big player and then send, like, five other people. It's like, well, that happens in sports all the time. That's how Kiefer Sutherland end up wherever he is. Yeah. Just, yeah. like, a result of other people's trains. <laughs> that does happen in sports, though, all the time. Like, like 24 should never come back. It's just two, th- two or three people got traded to CBS and he had to do it. <laughs> Good God. So, all right. They uh, they bring in... Uh, 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 the brothers are at their dad's house. Mm-hmm. Played by Judd fucking Hirsch. Professional, God. loving father, Except, Judd Hirsch. as we said, on Marin, which he plays like an insane... A terrible dad. Da- but like, even dad. like his dad in the same, but like Independence Day, he's a very loving and caring father mm-hmm. telling his children about how proud he is. Yeah. But he's also like... I'm going to tell you what's wrong with you, son. Yeah. There's really no middle ground for fathers in, in media and maybe in real life too. They're either a positive, an extremely positive presence well, or they're just the, absent. You have the minimum competency of fatherhood or you're terrible at it. Yeah. It's not like a great father versus a, a terrible father. It's like, oh, I'm basically good at this <laughs> and not, not present. Or if it's like a comedy, it's like, I'm trying. Oh boy, I love to drink and go out with my friends, but I've got a son. And kids are hard. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so they, uh, they're at their dad's house, and investigator uh, brother uh, leaves all his shit on the table. He's like, I'm going to go take a shower. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, uh, don't look at my stuff. Of course, he looks at his stuff. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And he looks at the map. Because it's a, a Tony Scott joint. Glorious, detailed, beautiful color printed maps. Maps out the wazoo in this entire. There was the one scene coming back from, obviously coming back from commercial, where it's just a globe. And then they're talking about this case in Boston. And then it just zooms right in, Google Earth style. Maps on maps on maps. And and then, and yeah, maps and graphics, man. Okay, there's. And, and then there's one scene where they're like. Part of the action of the scene is them printing out maps. I believe the dialogue went. Uh, they, like, they, they, I, they, they print one map out with two hot zones, which we'll yeah. get to the hot zones later. Uh, two hot zones. Uh, one was old. One was new. Uh, investigator brother says, I'd love to have a, a blown up map of the new one. It's like, let's print it out. Like, Cut to. Printing out the map. <laughs> full color, full detail. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's like you're just... wasting. You could just put this on the computer. You oh. there's a lot of money in the yeah. ink. Why are you doing oh, this? The ink budgets in this FBI uh, uh, office through the roof. Missed opportunity for some marketing too. I mean, we couldn't have gotten like a Kinkos <laughs> or a Xerox, Canon or, or something. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, like they don't have a print. Like, like they have a map printer just in the office. It's it, not a regular printer that they just tape together. It's a map printer. They printed out maps. And I buy that being like somewhere in the building on like another floor or in its own room. No, it's right by the chief investigator's desk. It's so a- he can print it on a map anytime he wants. <laughs> uh, first thing we're going to need for this, this kit. Well, well, I can't start a case without maps. So well, please. We have all these computers. We have projectors. We have iPhones. And these computers you, are running Windows 98. You can. Flawlessly. You can do that. You don't need to print out everything you do. 
Especially in the, that one scene in the beginning where he has like a stack of all the tips. Yes. Yeah. Like you did not need to print out all the tips just to show me that there's a lot of tips. It looked like they were on that really old like, like linked beep, computer beep, paper beep, beep, with beep, the streams on the side. Like dot matrix <laughs> printing. I feel like they did half of this stuff just for the comfort level of what they know their demographic is going to be. It's like, I don't know what computers are, but I do know what a map is. I've had several maps in my life. Indeed. I remember my favorite map. Oh, it was given to me by Jenny Wilson. Oh, I'm sleepy. <laughs> or flashes. Chalkboard. Chalkboard instead of a whiteboard for all the homeboys. Um, that I understand there, more just for like the, the aesthetic of like yeah. the genius. Like he works in chalk. And there was a whiteboard in the uh, FBI office. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, when he's doing math and he's trying to figure out where this killer lives based off of all that stuff, he's in his classroom mm-hmm. and he's just going to town. And, like he has such angst when he can't figure out yes. the perfect... And like that's a that's a whole emotional turning point where his friend says, "You you know humans, you are going it's going to break your heart because humans are irrational, uh, and ir- trying to make ration, rational choices out of irrational movements is going to destroy you." Uh, uh. Except it, it's Peter McNichol, so it's more like you know they're gonna go yeah, and yeah, the yeah, universe yeah, has yeah, these yeah. these uni- the universe has these weird lumps, man. Yeah, he's and. It, yeah, it was very good, by the this way. This also goes to show like how big first impressions can be mm-hmm. because it's still weird to me to see him and hear him talking in not whatever European accent he had in Ghostbusters 2. Mm-hmm. I still just want him to, to be, Vigo, and then you go and do the math and people crazy. Mm-hmm. Like That's what I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And all the while he's giving this sage advice, he's playing like Tron you saw, at yeah. an arcade. Like a really, and he's just like destroying it. His name, mm-hmm. he holds all the records, as you can see. Uh, yeah. And uh, oh, we haven't talked about math seizures yet. Anytime. Uh, and it, like anytime he's thinking about something, of course he needs to have a math seizure that first of all goes into yellow and black mm-hmm. in kind of a flashback. And then you see all of his thoughts projected, which is like, it's not an, a, unusual thing to happen in a crime I want show. an Instagram filter called numbers. Numbers. <laughs> <That> Fucking is- <laughs> numbers. Fucking numbers. <laughs> and yeah, and so he just starts like having these like yeah, seizures of just like sprinklers like, uh, flying around. And- well, it's like in bones where in like you they don't there's not a whole lot to see in bones, but they have to visualize it somehow. Mm-hmm. So they like project the bones when the bones are actually there and they make like virtual reality bones and like I you don't need to like show this to me. I understand what it is. Well we're television. And we're a visual medium. We can show as much as we want. The exact opposite way in the shining, whenever the characters start to like shine, all it is is just like a very piercing high tone and they just like zone out. They're just like, ooh. As opposed to... As opposed to... It's like visual dubstep. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Like, look at my long division. Look at the sprinklers. Look at the arcs and the the parabolas. And so, uh, Bernard from the Santa Claus and the Santa Claus 2. Maybe the third one, not sure. Uh, uh, the third Santa Claus, the escape clause, I believe, is the third one. Uh, and yeah, so he's at the chalkboard going to town. 
Mm-hmm. Like, there might be a bead of sweat. I don't know. And graphics of equations start just flying by. And one of the equations that's a graphic, like in a chalkboard font that you'd find on like Photoshop, mm. is killer equals watching. Which, that said, would turn out to be true. Like, yes, of course. The killer was watching people. Well, like, anyone is watching anything. But that's, that, not, that's not a thing. That's not how you write that sentence. Well, it's like, all, like, they've been very careful so far to just write out, like, fake math. Like, I don't know what this is. It's just numbers and X's and Y's and algebra. Like, killer oh, equals watching. Like, you don't need to. You don't need to say maybe, that. I, I think that's implied. Maybe, though, maybe he is such a mathematician that that's how he writes sentences. Like, that's how he, like, a paragraph would be killer. Like, the killer is watching his victims. Killer equals watching. He's not a professor. He's just still a student because he has no capacity to actually write a sentence. <laughs> I think so, though. Like, every sentence is just... Uh, my periods are are equal signs, no, and my I, exclamation points I'm are sure you division. Took the SATs. I'm pretty sure I think you know how to write. I do. You, I think, do you know how to read? Is they also a, mentioned that he went to like MIT and some other place that I don't like remember. You don't need to do that. Yeah, <laughs> no one needs to do that. I don't hear how smart you are. Uh, it's great quotes. Uh, it's not uh, that I'm sure permeate throughout the series. Uh, it's not about numbers. Everything is numbers. Everything is numbers. Uh, and numbers don't lie well, like, happens so much. Numbers don't lie is like happens at least two times in the episode. And then And then if there's one takeaway from the episode, it's numbers don't die. Don't die. Numbers, numbers don't, don't lie. Number, numbers don't die. Numbers don't, <laughs> numbers don't I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> numbers black, black, black. Uh, uh, from the sandlot, uh, 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 heroes are remembered. Numbers, numbers never die. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, numbers never lie, but women do. Good Lord. That's what you, that's what I took away. Yeah. Like, women, stay in the kitchen, or else you're ruining our theorems. Get out of now, here. Now, quick question. The the woman who withheld the information, yes. it had to do with, like, an ex-boyfriend and all that. Was that the killer? Was. I don't, I don't even know. I don't think so. Here's the, the I don't think so. I, I think it was just out there. So, no. so she just. Variable. Yeah, uh, it was just something you couldn't predict, man. Oh, uh, because because she, she didn't get attacked near her residence. She got mm-hmm. attacked where she she shouldn't have. Where she fucking where she shouldn't have been. been. But then he found her residence. He found, <laughs> don't be where you shouldn't be, ladies. You gonna get right. I'm gonna I'm gonna print you out a map. I'm gonna draw you a radius. You are to remain inside the radius all day. Every day. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. So, uh, uh, there's still so much to talk about that has nothing to do with the plot. Uh, they they uh, figure, he, he comes up with this uh, 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 hot zone of like sure. where he might live, where the killer might live. Because of a radius or whatever. Uh, turns out like he gets that wrong. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Because after he gave the FBI all this information and told him, go get him boys. Mm-hmm. He comes back saying, it's wrong. Uh, uh, it's you get- he, did, he didn't he didn't count for human error yeah. because humans are a big part of math. Also, the way the FBI went out and like hit the streets, yeah. they basically they like got a list of men who lived in the area 
And then they like 50 dudes in Silver Lake. Illegally, well, I mean, there's mention of like a warrant or something. They go they bring up the idea up, of a warrant. It's like, I'm not yeah. gonna be able to get that warrant. Right. But if you do this, I'll go get the warrant. And then they pick up their gum and toothpicks and shit to get DNA samples mm-hmm. to compare to the suspect. What? And that wasn't they didn't end up using that, right? Like there was a like a good two minute sequence of them picking up DNA samples that were not ever mentioned again. No, they they got, oh, they, they, they tested that, everyone. All these guys checked and, out. and none of them none of them had the same seed. You put that in the in the pilot. Why would you? Why would you have that? Because you gotta you gotta uh, it's go the down stakes. dead ends. It's the stakes because he he caused that because he was wrong. Yeah. All this misallocated all this man hours. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from numbers. All that the use of proper resources. All that color in ink budget <laughs> out the window. You can't recoup. You can't recoup. Like we could have printed so many masks for the yeah. cost of that DNA testing. Exactly. So. So they find out, eventually they get it right. There's two hot spots because you can you can live in one place and work in another. Yeah, that was the genius mode. And then the sprinklers, two sprinklers can hit the same spot. <laughs> it's just sprinklers. It's just sprinklers. It's two arcs. It's not just one. It's two arcs. <laughs> <laughs> so they finally track this asshole down. And, Numbers. And uh, and they get him. They save another victim. And uh, and yeah. And, you know, uh, case closed. And then, you know, Charlie's thinking, like, do I want to do this for a living? Or do I want to be yeah. perfect? Do I want to do math? Do I want to do perfect math? Or do I want to do imperfect saving lives? And, well, as long as he has that TA with him that will... Uh, Inevitably after he, become a sticking point. After he leaves a room in a huff, after, like, not finishing an equation, mm-hmm. she stays behind and caresses an equation on the chalkboard. Make sure nothing, make sure, make sure that no one erases it. But, but uh, that was a sexual touch. Oh, no, no, like, there's, there's gonna be yeah. a whole thing do, through the rest of the series. Tell me right now, do they bone? I don't so I think, like, I think the brother gets to it first, and then that's the no, whole thing. Oh, of course, of course, the fucking older no, chisel jaw. They jock. had a moment when they were putting up the maps together. They had a moment. A moment. You know how I really expected more from the woman. The woman, she <laughs> stepped out of her place. She stepped into the workplace, <laughs> and this is what happened. And she, she, she uh, mesmerized the brother. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's, it's less on her and more on the idea that Charlie can't connect to people, so mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to, uh, he doesn't know how to recognize signs, how she's been in love with him for so long, mm-hmm. and whereas she's getting immediate reaction from her, from the brother, yeah. who is too busy to date on his own. Right, and no, no better way to, to make a man love you also that lady partner that brother. he had, I don't know her name, no, she, like, was, she was with, with bad. With the terrible Nile. haircut? With the CBS haircut. Like, holy shit. I'm like, pretty... it, it, like, it's not long enough to be feathered, so it's just like short, uh, like a almost mullet pixie cut. That's some shit. I feel like... The fact that they make those girls get that haircut, that's some shit. I feel like that... that specific haircut was still like they were able to get that half off from the cold case it's the half budget. rachel it's the half rachel it's it it's like straight from cold case it's like it, i i don't want her hair to be long because that means she won't she's too sexy all so CBS i want her but i don't want her hair to be short because that means that she's not a gonna be a romantic interest so i want is, it right there this is essentially one of my theories about cbs and cbs shows is all their their procedural dramas every character type has identical hair 
identical. You have your your twenties, thirties, slackerish, but you know, real smart. It was like I'm a, I'm a curly, bro, but I know how to. I'm a hacker, if you will. Long curly hair. <laughs> Lead of the show. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm an ex-military man. Yes, yeah, I can I can let it grow out a little bit, you know. Uh, 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 lady in the workplace, lady the half Rachel, the half Rachel, and then the. Uh, uh, the head of the department is either a very beautiful woman or a very uh, uh, haphazard uh, star from the 80s. Yeah, uh, in this case, as I like to call him, not Nick Nolte. Not Nick Nolte. Professional buzzkill in the police station. Yeah. His uh, entire career. <laughs> as Robert, before you pointed out, like this guy has played this role his entire career. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which I kind of made the... Uh, uh, the uh, fucking what's the word I'm looking for here? Analogy? The comparison? The analogy? Yeah, the comparison. Eh, it's not worth it now. I'm not going to be fucking funny. Don't worry about it. <laughs> None of this is funny. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I did like his fucking one line though. I brought this up earlier, oh, but uh, god damn it! Mind you, this is the head of the department in this branch in the Los Angeles branch of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. I'm not great with numbers, but that doesn't make any sense. Why would you say that? I'm running like those are two things that are like okay. That that's implied. If you're not good with numbers, of course you're not. It's not going to make any sense to you. Why would you say that aloud? Why would you do that? And and hearing that, I may not be good with numbers, but I ran the numbers. You just said the same thing twice. (laughs) This doesn't make any sense to me. Why did you? Why? The tactful thing to do is to say. Hmm. Let's check this yeah. out, and then just like get out of there as quickly as possible, so but your your employees don't know how dumb you are. He's pretty much a pushover too, because he gave. Like, don't don't say that you're bad at it. Just say like, yeah. oh, this. Well, this is good work. Yeah. I'm good. I'm at good the ver- work. At the very least, at least. Well, looks like you know what you're doing. So, go at it. Or I'm not very good with numbers, but I trust your judgment. Yes, there you go. Uh, instead. From the get-go, he's just put completely fine mm-hmm. with these maybe professors just coming in and, like, taking over their bullpen. And it's like, hey, yeah, 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 set up. David Krumholtz just starts erasing shit. And someone's just like, no, 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 like, don't worry, it was an old case. But still, like, what if it wasn't? Yeah. He's like, okay, just letting him. Gosh, everyone is so bad at their jobs. <laughs> we know they don't use computers, so none of it's backed up. It's all just on, it's on whiteboards and printed out on big map sheets. So yeah, you could lose some very important shit there. Um, and I'll say this as it's well. Two thousand four, the internet existed. Oh, I will say this it's as very well. Good. Uh, ma- even without the maps, they—if I watched the show enough, I would have a very strong geographical understanding of the Los Angeles metro area because uh, they yeah. drop neighborhoods. Is like like uh, he's in the Silver Lake area, which is actually like a pretty decent area it's, yeah it's like hipstery now right yeah it's very hipstery yeah uh but they go everywhere from like silver lake marina del rey and all... los angeles oh my god i don't have anything to say though <laughs> but it's just i just love how they just drop just la neighborhoods all over the place i don't know if you could or not but i was like where does like where does the kid study where does a young math genius do his work you know is he at some 
Is that like USC or? California University, an unincorporated vague place that's in California. We do math and sciences there. Mm -hmm. You know, California University. It's a campus. (laughs) There are are young people everywhere. (laughs) Come take our school. (laughs) Have a backpack. Wow, look at our, look at the window and, and how our teachers wear blazers. California University. <laughs> we can sit outside sometimes. Wow. They, uh, so they find, they find the guy, who, the killer, uh, and they find out that he works at a party rental company. By himself. His own, yeah. His own. He's self-run. a self-made man. He owns his own truck, for sure. Yeah. But he also owns a huge, enormous, beautiful catering kitchen. Meant for many people, but just him, apparently. Just him. Sm- and it's like stocked. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do catering to it. I'm a one man show. Like he's, he's on the side, which I don't think there's much of making food for parties of 50 or more, like on the side. Yeah. On the side, you don't rent an industrial sized kitchen. And if you're organizing a party or a gathering that you have to feed that many people, you're not looking for the guy that does this part-time. You're looking for, like, the professionals. Right, like, a like take a wedding planner. is like, consumed yeah. by that work. And this guy's like, yeah, I'll, I'll throw your catering. I'll cater yeah. your yeah, I can, fucking event or whatever. When do you need when it? Is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Saturday. Can you do Sunday? Saturday? All right. Sure, whatever. I make these three things. <laughs> yeah. I, I, all I make is creme brulee. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's very, like, very dainty. It's a very dainty dainty operation yeah i don't know i just uh, at the end of this with like how well oh yeah that's how well using math and everything turned out for this numbers how did they ever solve crimes before using math i think they wrongly convicted a lot of people sounds like it yeah and uh, i i like this because it kind of disowns like dna evidence which is the useful go-to for all crime dramas in the early aughts useless for numbers numbers wins all man (laughs) fuck your semen man it's numbers i feel like they're if this was another network and they weren't on the same family there would have been a shot at csi like yeah you could stay at the crime scene and investigate if you want (laughs) but i'm gonna get to the board Numbers. You should have been on an episode of Numbers. <laughs> no, like every 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 time we had a sub, or if our teacher just didn't want to teach, or we just wanted to grade, we would watch Numbers in class. Did you have to make any connection? Like, hey, try and you know pick out something, or like, like this no. is what our units on this week, so no. we're gonna watch this episode. Well, no, no, no. No, like whenever you were in a science class, you watched like a Bill Nye the Science Guy thing. There was never then anything for math. But then when numbers came on, I had multiple teachers who would do that, like put on an episode of numbers. But here's the thing about numbers: there's like fucking rape cases yeah. and and arson and burned bodies and really disgusting yeah. shit. And you were just watching that at ten fifteen in the morning. That's also, God, that's way too early. Uh, that's also the thing about all those CBS shows is mm-hmm. those are reoccurring situations in every one of those fucking shows. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize because I know I don't watch those shows. I've never watched a single one of them until just now. And the last five minutes of a lot of episodes of NCIS because it used to be on before Raw. 
and it's just every Monday it would just be like five minutes of that one uh, like suicide looking girl. I'm the worst person. I am. Okay. Fandersons. Hashtag Fandersons. But and you just assume like, all right, well, this is is my my parents are gonna like the show, my grandparents are gonna like the show, these shows, all these shows, whatever. Then you catch something like this, you're like, what the fuck are they watching? No, no, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like you knock your parents were watching things like Big Bang Theory and NCS, but they're watching more rape and sex than you are. Yeah. And we meanwhile we're watching Adventure Time and cartoon shows. Yeah, and they're like so worried about like my mom is so like, like dead worried about me. She watches uh, like Chicago Fire and Chicago PD, and she's like, uh, they, they they mentioned. By the way, Chicago Fire and Chicago PD are so inappropriate. Like, there's a lot of crime, but it's so inaccurate as to what crime actually occurs in Chicago. Yeah. They like half of their shows episodes are about mafia and the mob. Yeah, when in a very minute. <laughs> Amount or about like the actual like oh yeah people get killed all the time for no reason in the South Side. <laughs> the majority of the crime in Chicago. There's no is mob here. It's just no. It's just like yeah. straight up. It's very violent. Gosh. And organized is the word. Rich. Yeah, that's right. And so crime. yeah, yeah, yeah. Disorganized is actually much more accurate. It's like no, it's much dirtier and and much more complicated than this. Like oh, there's God. oh gosh, I used to see all those guys all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. All right, bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, goddamn it, man. Uh, it's just such a, the numbers, man. It's just such a weird, just uh, uh, like approach to make that CBS has to making these types of shows. Yeah, it works. Though. Well, it's and, yeah, and it's they like have schlocky. It's but, like but, sensationalist. This is what it is. But all, it, when you look at it in a bubble, it's kind of amazing because they've cultivated their own like CBS style. Yeah. Like, I was mentioning it before with like the haircuts and also like the clothing, but also the style of acting and the style of writing. It's all like a, a template. Yeah, it's all very pointed and all very like, uh, I have this one thing that's wrong with me, but I'm going to get my job done because yeah. job is the most important thing. And it's amazing that they've just been able to just replicate that so frequently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like they've created a new American style of acting. It's fascinating. Again, just looking at it in a bubble. We're outside the bubble, so we look at it as just like, you fucking cookie cutters, you goddamn big box store of television. No, Even no. though they're the first major network that are going to be giving a streaming service, which is fucking visionary on their part. Oh, well, they're um, going to make a lot of money. When, when I fucking heard that and th- heard that it was CBS... I had to reread the article like five times. Well, uh, they're the only network that can get away with it, though, right? Well, how so? What do you well, mean? like they're the only one, the only network that actually has an audience to build from that will say, "Hey, can you come over to our internet?" And then they're gonna have to give tutorials on and, well, how yeah, to buy a sure, Roku. Sure, but like you can't ask NBC's audience of maybe a million per episode of The Voice to say, "Can you do the thing, Brad?" Because everyone that used to watch NBC already went to oh, the yeah, internet. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly, sure. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to catch up to, oh, God, uh, yeah. Right? Man. Uh, we did it, you guys. Numbers! It's all about the numbers. Numbers! Oh, the numbers man. are ratings. Get it? Get it, you guys. The numbers are the ratings. So we already, like, said we would pick it up, right? <laughs> or I think if so. You I would. think we're all it's in. A, 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 I would pick it up. I was, I was. I 
pleasantly surprised, actually. Like, it was as as ridiculous as a lot of the things were, like all of the graphics and just some of the, the tropes, I still found myself enjoying myself. Yeah, absolutely. I, it, it moves at a good pace. The, it is it's as well-performed as, as this stuff can yeah. be. Man, Charlie's solid. I love him. I love him so much. He's great. He's, uh, so, he's uh, such a cutie. That is also... I thought that going into it, that was going to be the saving grace. Like, If I like anything, it's going to be Krumholtz, McNichol, and Hirsch. Yeah. And right. I, I 100% did love them. They delivered. Yeah. They weren't exactly like phoning it in. I don't know if they are three seasons in or not. Mm. But yeah, it, it was it And was like you good. have... The only... The worst part is the $2 haircut yeah. cop man. Mm-hmm. And... He's just you kind of have to have that. Wouldn't he's there? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I probably wouldn't. I'm pretty sure that there's at least in two seasons there's a dementia uh, storyline oh, with the no. father. I know, I know, I know. Numbers I know. don't lie, but they forget. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. We're out. We're out. Wrap it up. That was pre- that was pretty rude. Uh, if you're still interested in listening to us human beings, uh, you can you can always subscribe to us through Stitcher and iTunes. Please do that. Please rate and review us. It is a huge help to this show and all the shows on the Podswoggle Network. I want to give a big shout out to Miss Liz Anderson, our lovely guest host. Numbers don't lie, but they don't forget. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> But yeah, you can find us a variety of ways. You can email us at pickeduppodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at pickeduppod. And you can find us on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com slash pickeduppodcast. Yeah, that's the formal stuff. Now, um, personal plugs. Liz, are there any personal projects you'd like to plug right now? personal projects well let me tell you about it uh sitting on the edge of existing and not uh i am for the uh next six weeks i have i'm writing and running a show called one woman no show appearing at the annoyance theater at 8 p.m on sundays it's a lot of fun featuring a different performer every week performing a one woman show that i wrote and it is silly and nonsense and follow me at Liz anderson for jokes and L I E S A N D R S O N. But your name is Liz, Liz, right? Liz Anderson. Okay. Liz Anderson. But there's multiple Liz Andersons. Who knows? I might. Who knows? I don't know. I think I'm tired. Eliminate y'all. them. Eliminate them. Yes. Personal plugs. That show. The show is excellent in the Chicago area. If you're here in the Chicago area Sunday night, go check that show out. How about you, Rich? As always, you can find me average cami on Twitter, average cami four on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> my Snapchat name was mentioned on the latest Potswoggle, so nice. that's garlic not forty four. If you want to follow me there, <laughs> that's right. I didn't know that. Oh I just, yeah. I just added your name. Yeah. I didn't know what your Snapchat name that is, was. That is courtesy of our friend Santos Contreras. Uh, yeah, we were we were making up <laughs> racial slurs one night, and he called me a garlic knot. And goddamn, if I didn't love it. Uh, and you can also find my audiobooks on audible.com as well as uh, iTunes. You go to Audible and it's Rich C in the search bar. I'm the mm. fucking first and only one that comes up. Autobot.com, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at mbravo, mbravo. 
And yeah, I think that about does it for all of us. So thank you again so much for listening to another wonderful episode of Picked Up. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, For myself, Robert, for Rich, and for Liz, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for picking us up. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment. I learned that from Kalen.